Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And this is Josh. Andrew is on assignment. <laughs> it feels so weird when it's only two and you expect a third guy to say something. And you're like, oh, and Andrew is at the bank. Andrew kindly volunteered to run to the bank because we were out of money. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, tends to be someone has to go. And oftentimes it's me, and that's totally fine. And I actually thought I was going to. Because he's a professional. Yeah, he's uh, he's big time, you know. So I, I think we yeah. ran out of money just because... We had, what was it, I guess Free Solo was yeah. bonkers. It was not free, so we got a lot of money from that. And uh, I, I imagine, I wasn't here, but I heard it was packed, so. Yeah, and a bunch of rentals and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, I worked last night, and we were oh, wow. we were out of change. If it had been more busy for the late show last night, it would mm-hmm. have been giving people back quarters and stuff. But Man, so there was at least three of you here then last night. Yeah, well, yesterday... The 9 o'clock show, sadly, as often happens, wasn't packed. That was okay. the Canadian film. Oh. Uh, we show a lot of Canadian films, but then... Or, sorry, Sunday night, and then Monday night was a rental. It was this concert that was here all night. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, because I was here... Mon- no, wait, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. I keep thinking it's Wednesday, and everything's all thrown off now, but... Well, last night was funny because... Yeah, I'm just going to name drop because I don't think this is slanderous, but... <laughs> Neil Breen! <laughs> Neil Breen. No, Cinema Clock is always wrong. Yeah. Specifically them, and I would love to... It'd be a good interview. Why yeah. are you always wrong? And so yesterday, a woman came in, and luckily our patrons are nice, so very few have nervous breakdowns about such things. Yeah, and, and we're she, nice, so we don't yell at them. Yeah, and she was like, oh, I'm here for the 415 show? And I was like, oh, well, we have a rental. It's abandoned all night. And she said, oh, I read it online. And I said, did you look at our website? Or And I said it right away. I didn't even say another site. You're I so said, used to saying it yeah, at this point. Cinema Clock? She's like, yeah, they said you have... Free solo at four fifteen. I was like, no. That's man, and and uh, on. Oh, I don't even know. It was last week. Uh, it was like I think two days before we got free solo. Yeah. I had someone come in, and it was playing at the Bytown, and right. she was meeting her friends. What she thought was here, and even better is she doubled down. She was like, "This is the Mayfair Theater, isn't it?" I'm like, "Yeah, it is." And then she like checked, and I showed her the schedule on my phone. Like, not again, not to be a jerk. Because as far as I understand such things, it's probably a couple people running a website nobody's paying them like we're not paying them to put up advertising we should pay them to stop doing yeah. it basically That's so they're making money off of banner ads kind yeah. of thing right you know the multiplexes us by town whoever aren't paying them whereas i think like a newspaper ad traditionally if you put in a poster you're paying mm-hmm. for that so that's the weird thing i think it's a cross canada venture yeah so they just screw up sometimes but it just seems to be more and more and more yeah and i tell people you know, if you're able to click over to Cinema Clock, you're able to click over to us. Yeah, I think it's honestly, if you put Ottawa movie listings, that's yeah. what comes up first. I think that's a lot of the problem is just that it's, sure, that makes sense. And I mean, I do it as well. Yeah. But it's not, you know, like it's hardly, I'm sure they screw up Cineplex as well. Like, Well, what happens now is without trying to be a sarcastic bastard to a nice patron, but they'll say, if they do get upset, they say, oh, I read it on your website. And then... You know, I, of course, have a computer in my pocket, <laughs> and I pull out my cell phone and go, click, no, it doesn't, yeah. you know, and then they're like, oh, right, I, would, I didn't look at that website. Yeah. They're like, you clearly doctored that website yeah. you showed me. <laughs> like, no, it's not, that's not how it works. Yeah, there's just going to be us ranting about Cinema Clock. Yeah, it's so weird, and, and most of the time, it's not that big a deal, and, and honestly, they do, most of the time, they get maybe two out of three right or something, but that's not really that's helpful. That's not good Like, that's not good. Yeah, so last night was a concert, which was sold out, and I wasn't familiar with the band, to be honest, but mm-hmm. it's a big cross-Canada thing. They love the place. They thought it was really cool. And what happens then, which is nice, is there's always people who are like, oh, I haven't been here in 10 years, or thanks for saving the place. Yeah. And you're like, well, come back. Yeah, come, yeah. come watch the movies. 
a woman came in, I think, just to pick up the flyer, and I totally overheard her talking with one of the employees of the concert, doing the old, I came here and it was a quarter oh, for a double man. bill. And I've heard her tell this story before. <laughs> and I mean no offense, because I don't think she'll be listening, but I've heard the story. I think she tells it every time she comes yeah, in. Just like that other guy, our favorite popcorn dude, yeah. who comes in and says literally that same story. And even the last time he was in, he even said that he says it every time. And I was like, yeah. wait, he knows? I just thought he forgot every time. And it's this horrible loop, because then I say the same thing every time, <laughs> where I say, well, minimum wage isn't what it once was, yeah. or, oh, rent's the higher. Classic, like, oh, yeah. we'd go out of business pretty quick if it was yeah. 10 cent popcorn. I forget the actor's name, but the guy who played Biff in Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. He's really cool, and he's an artist now and, a, and an actor, and I heard him on a podcast ages ago, and he said whenever somebody comes up and starts asking questions, he very politely will like shake his hand and say, thank you so much, nice to meet a fan, and he hands over a little, not an 8x10, but a little kind of trading card, Oh, nice! and it has his headshot on it, and on the back says, the 20 questions I always answer about Back to the Future, oh, man. and it has the 10 or 20 questions. And it's like, part three was my favorite because I like westerns. Oh, man. That's not even a question. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just answers... Like, what was it like working with Christopher Lloyd and, and Michael J. Fox yeah. or whatever? And I always think that. Like, I'll just put up a card for the older folks and be like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah, it's laminated. Yeah. Wow. Easy. And where are we going? Okay, I can hear me now. Okay. There's so much good material that we could be missing. Okay, we're recording again. Was I'm just not sure what I lost. <laughs> Let's just hop back in. Yeah. <laughs> but from where? Okay. I'm just going to say, because I like doing this in editing, we just had a weird hiccup and lost everything for a minute, so we're not exactly sure where we were. Yeah. So, uh, it's uh, find the edit point. <laughs> there was some good stuff in there, too. It's, it might all still be there, but if it's lost, it's gold. It's lost forever. I know. And you'll never know what the hilarious thing Josh said that he can never repeat. Now, I'm just trying to see... Yeah, just opening up our flyer for the upcoming week... Because our master plan today, besides for ranting about cinema clock and people talking about the good old days. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what day it was when we did that because the cinema clock thing happens all the yeah. time. So it's like, yeah. what episode was that? Uh, it doesn't matter. We're going to record two episodes today, which we've done before, but not for a while. And basically, whenever we record the second episode, it's like, oh, what are we going to talk about? But we never have a problem wasting half an hour. No. Uh, just because I'm out of town next week. So this will be volume one, where we will actually talk about the stuff coming from the 16th to the 22nd of November, and then part Thanks. two. I'm told that we're bringing Mandy back for five showings <laughs> during that week. And All Mandy. So, yeah. No, that's, uh, I feel like you've been, uh, you've had a busy... Yeah, it kind of wasn't planned, but we did Philadelphia last month, and then we're doing New York City next week, and then I think only like a week after that, we're going out to Halifax oh, for man. a pre-Christmas visit. You know, Gwen has a real job, and so it's, it's funny. When you have a real job, though, you get... X amount of days off. Right. So she kind of had a bunch of banks. And I was like, aren't you wasting all your days now? And she <laughs> goes, no, I'm still doing all this and I've yeah. still got 10 days left or and something. She gets what, what you call sick days? Yeah. I've never, I've never even heard of those, but yeah. I remember my mom doing that. My mom was recently retired, but she was a daycare caregiver. Oh, boy. And at the end of the year, she'd just be like, okay, I'm off December 20th to the 31st because yeah. she would just bank sick days and, and you have to use them. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, yeah, we're going to New York next week. So it's just, it's rare that I'm gone like a Monday through a Friday. Yeah. So perfectly missing everything. Everything. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Like I'm going to miss, I'm going to catch some stuff that we have coming up on this schedule. So we can just hop into this. So November 16th through 22nd. One of the big ones we're getting is the new Suspiria. Huge. We could have held over another film, 
right now Crazy Rich Asians is playing as we speak yeah. that probably could have been held over and it also we could have had a couple other slightly more mainstream movies mm -hmm. like we have mid 90s and what's it called Beautiful Boy the, uh, yeah on the yeah. horizon but Suspiria is so new and it hit the multiplexes and they didn't want it anymore so, so I think this is its second week in Ottawa so it's yeah. a near premiere and I think much like Mandy will do much better here oh yeah well some people were waiting to see it here as well and I think yeah. I, I didn't even bother looking to see if it was playing anywhere in the city because it's like first of all it's two and a half hours yeah ish and so I get it you know I get it for both for multiplexes and for people wanting to see it here because like that's it's so long <laughs> I don't know it's more comfortable here and like I don't know I, I, I can't really I know how you feel about long movies in general yeah. well but... what worked well is he knew we were going to get it mm -hmm. He just, it could have been four weeks or yeah. six weeks so I said is it okay if I just go on social media and put a coming soon but we don't know when but we are going to get it because sometimes we don't like doing that because there might be something that we're like oh yeah Disney's always good with us for getting the stuff and yeah. we know we're going to get the live action Beauty and the Beast and then unexpectedly, besides from being a hit, it becomes this giant hit. The yeah. multiplex keeps it longer. Then it goes straight to Netflix or whatever. And we missed our window. Yeah. So we hate to kind of lie to people and say, oh, we're getting it. And then we don't get it. Yeah. Whenever people say, are you getting fill in the blank? It's always the same cut and paste answer of yeah. when we know we put it online and tell you. Mm -hmm. But with this one, it happened just faster than we thought. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Like, I hadn't... Because I probably would have booked a day off had I known yeah. when we were getting it. And so, like, that was kind of the funny thing. On the 21st, they're playing the original Suspiria Mavericks. Oh, right. And, like, a Goblin, like, uh, Claudio Simonetti's Goblin. AKA not the original Goblin group, but the original guy. I think there's two of the main group and then different people. So they're playing at Mavericks, and they're playing over the movie, like, the soundtrack, and doing a set afterwards. So, which is really cool. And, like... I like Suspiria. It's not one of my very favorite movies ever, but like that's a neat experience. Oh yeah. So so I got my ticket in July, and so as it turned out, I accidentally got scheduled for that day, and I was like, Oh, no. oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> and so like this morning was basically me texting with Melissa and other coworkers and trying to figure out how this could work. And I was just like, I'll help however I can, but I'm going to that show. Like, yeah. it has to, it's, I mean, I'm not yeah. going to, for so many reasons, like, I'm not, it was like 40 bucks and so I was like, it has to, happen. has to happen. So, as it turned out, I'm able to come and see the remake on the 20th, and then on Ooh, the 21st, I can great. see the original. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool one-two punch, and glad it all worked out, even though it was a little frantic for the, the morning, but. I'll be out of town for the concert. <laughs> Ages ago, we tried to book that concert, but I think it was just out of our price range. I yeah. think it was... You do the math sometimes, and you're like, it would have to be an eighty dollar ticket. You're yeah. like, that we can't do that. And it's and you would sell some, but you're not going to sell. Yeah. God, I don't even know how many you'd sell. You could what twenty five. Well, you always look, and it's rare. Like even when Greg was here for Best Friends, yeah, it was very well attended. But I don't know if we sold out any. When Crispin Glover was here, same thing. So even kind of big nerd names. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think in it's like for whatever reason, it's Rocky Horror. Like, yeah. Rocky Horror sells out every Halloween. Yeah. And I think, like, The Shining Double Bill... It's some, packed. Some, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it sells out, per se, but, I mean... Yeah, this year it was close. It was 275 out of 325 yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's still madness, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> and every time I'm in a box office when it's 275, it feels like 575. Yeah. It's just the line, it's just Groundhog Day of yeah, people. Yeah, candy bar as well. Like, I mean, even though you're not actually serving 300 people, it feels like you are. It would have been cool. And the funny thing is, like, I'm sure you've heard, like, you always have these people who are like, wait, why isn't this playing at the Mayfair? Why didn't the Mayfair yeah. get... 
and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh god, okay, we yeah. we would love to, you know. But. Yeah, there's been a few other ones too, like a while back, and I don't think we ever, we never even like teased this because there's, I don't think it'll hurt us to say this just didn't come to be. Yeah. But Kevin Smith got on our radar somehow, or we got on his. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because of social media. I think it's because he's pretty nice about when we screamed Tusk and before that Red State. So this was mm-hmm. a few years ago. He's very good. And not like his people, but him yeah. of going online and saying like, we're playing in our nation's capital. For Go sure. see it. So I think then like a friend of a friend of the Mayfair's was doing like a VIP thing with him. And Kevin said, I can't believe I've never been to the Mayfair. It doesn't make any sense. It's <laughs> amazing. Because the last time he was in Ottawa, I could be wrong, but I believe he went to Centerpoint. Okay. And Centerpoint, oh, yeah. like, I used to know some people who work there, and it's a lovely theater, but it is one of those weird things where it's not in Ottawa. Right. Like, it's technically in the mega city of Ottawa, mm-hmm. but it's in Nepean. And when you stand in the parking lot of Centerpoint, it's just kind of suburbia and Algonquin college. Yeah. It's a bit like the Ernst Young Center a bit. Like, it's in Ottawa, but, like, it's, it's For sure. out there. Yeah. So it would be so nice to have him come here. And I think we're big enough. And I always forget because I'm cheap and getting old yeah. that if we could get him for 40 bucks a ticket, I, that's pretty reasonable nowadays, yeah. you know. And I believe, and I could be wrong about this, but I believe how he rolls is if it was now, say, he would bring whatever his latest movie was or some anniversary movie. So mm-hmm. he'd bring was, what would still be an auto yeah. premiere, Yoga Hosers. Yeah, yeah. And that would play at 7, and then he would do a evening with Kevin Smith from right. 9 to 10.30, and then sign stuff, you know? It would be, like, one price for both of those things. I believe so, yeah. yeah. What's even crazier, I don't even know if you remember this, is that you messaged me about that two, right. two years ago. Two years ago. Before yeah. I even worked here. And then I was like, oh That's my so god. so funny. Yeah, and then I was just like, it's, it's a weird thing, because with that movie in particular as well, was kind of getting hit and miss ratings, and like, but yeah. like, that's, it doesn't really matter. Like, that's not the point of bringing Kevin Smith here. It's not... Right. You know, it's not like it's it's only he's only going to talk about yoga hosers for an hour and a half or something. Yeah. But even still, like it, it is it is dicey because it's like you you have to pretty much guarantee a good turnout, or you, we're going to take oh, yeah. a huge loss on that. You know. And there's some other internet nerds that I'm a fan of. Like mm. there's Doug Loves Movies. Yeah. And there's the a couple of Mr. Science Theater alum do. Uh, it's not even comedic. They're funny in it sometimes, but movie sign with the Mads. Okay. And yeah. it's. it's um, Frank Conniff and Trace Bellavo, who were the mad scientist in kind of the first, second incarnation. Okay, yeah. So they do a podcast, but they also do live riffing. So the two of them will come to a theater and do Carnival of Souls or some old public domain movie and do live riffing. So I'd love to get them, and that seems like a bit smaller than, you know, a band. Yeah, and they just need two mics, I guess. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but it's just kind of getting on their radar and then getting on their tour. I'm always trying to keep a lookout if and when they hit Montreal for Just for Laughs right. or Toronto. Because that's what Greg did when he came, I believe. He hit Montreal, Ottawa, and Toronto. Yeah. And then there was that other actor who plays the younger guy in the room. Yeah, I never remember his name. He did the same thing, where he did like a quick little tour. Oh, yeah. Didn't he, and he stayed and he stayed place. in my place, yeah, yeah. which is sad that I don't remember his name. He was a lovely guy. <laughs> oh, man. I barely met him. Like The house guest, I believe his name yeah. was. Yeah, it is tough, because you imagine if... And it just kind of happened. I feel bad, but the filmmakers were here for... Crown and Anchor. Yeah. And the first night did okay, but but it was like 50 people. And But then the Sunday night did like 20 people. Yeah. And it's Canadian film. It's like, a, we, we try. We book as many as we can. But I always feel bad if it's, 
you know, a Q and A, and there's ten people in the crowd. Yeah, and that's that's anything live, like a stand up comedian or a or a musician or an art gallery opening. Yeah, there's always those nights it's, where nobody's there. Yeah, and it's so and it's still better than zero, I guess. But even still, like yeah. it's just it can't not hurt your your psyche a little bit yeah. there. I think so. And the, so it's like the nights when Tommy and Greg came, and it was packed, and people giving them a standing ovation and helping Tommy's delusion of grandeur, <laughs> like. That's the best. There's, yeah. Or it's funny. I am. I think I'm going to see both tonight just because it means I won't have to come back tomorrow. Gwen's coming. We're going to watch Free Solo, which is appropriate to chat about because that is being held over as well. But then I'm going to stick around and watch Texas Cotton. Oh, right. Really that, thought you were going to say Chainsaw Massacre. Right? No, yeah. yeah Texas. don't know why. But that actor was here a few years back with Troll 2. I, that still blows my mind. That George Hardy? That's the guy yeah. from that. Like, it just... Well, and the post I put on Twitter today for it was a very nice review from the Austin Film Fest, and it said this movie, it basically said what we've been chatting about. Like, this movie, a lot of people are going to know because of Troll 2, mm-hmm. but he really proves himself in this, and he's and so that's what I'm hoping. Like, yeah. uh, it's be nice for him, because he was such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and, and he's a dentist. So the oh, yeah. true work-in-a-day job, work-in-a-real job, but having a passion for the arts, and so he does short films and stuff, and just whatever it was 10, 15 years ago stumbled into doing Troll 2 which gained infamy as the worst movie of all time yeah I think right before The Room happened or right around the same time and it's you know they're obviously very different I mean they're similar in some ways but very different in others you know yeah. so it's like it's I don't know if I buy into the whole like worst movie I don't know if there is a worst movie ever made like I, no it's just there's so much ineptitude and and I mean, as long as it's done in earnest, I feel like, like, and it's not deliberately bad. Because sometimes, like, that takes away from these things. Because, you know, the room, like, he was trying, you know. And Troll oh, yeah. 2, I assume they were trying. <laughs> oh, for sure. There's, there's, like, a few clips in Best Worst Movie, the documentary. And they're talking to some of the actors, and you can tell the actors know what's going on. Yeah. But there's scenes of the director. And the director is a, if I remember correctly, like, a cliché... I believe Italian, yeah. but like glasses, scarf, the whole bit. I think he got know? pretty defensive at times, yeah. I think, about it too. And, and I think there's a lot of that too as well when you're dealing with someone who maybe English isn't their first language, but you're dealing with an American cast or something like that. And yeah. like not maybe that movie, but just that's happened in the past where you're just sort of like, I don't know if some of these actors just kind of like, just were like, okay, sure, I'll just go for it, whatever. You know, like they don't really get what the director wants or why he wants it or why a line's written a certain way. Well, I was thinking of it because I think the one movie I saw since the last podcast was Neil Breen's movie. Twisted Pair. Twisted Pair. Come on. My <laughs> mind's already trying to blank it out. Yeah. Like, but that might have been our last screening because I haven't heard yet because usually he lets us do one. Right. He lets us do two because part one did so great. I hope we begged him and I like to picture that. You're like, Neil, please. Please. Uh, but it did okay. Again, I think it did maybe like 50 people, which is fine, but not didn't do 300 people. So I don't know if he's going to look at that and be like, okay, that's done. Yeah, I kind of wonder, and I hadn't thought about that actually, Like, because I guess in my mind it's just sort of like, if you pay me, then you can show it and I don't really care how many people That's come. what should happen. But I get, yeah, I never even thought of that because he, yeah, he might very well be like, you know what, if, if only 50 people came, you know, screw it, you know. Yeah, so we'll see because 50 is still decent and but, worth us yeah. to screen well, it. Yeah. Cheryl, who's the, the brains of the operation, Lee's wife, said that once upon a time that like, that, you know, we would always like to be sold out but there's certain numbers to hit that are like, yep, yeah, that's okay, that's mm-hmm. okay. And on some days, you know, a matinee might get 20 people but then Free Solo gets 300 people, so yeah. that kind of puts it in favor. But yeah, watching Twisted Pair, even with a smaller crowd, oh my God, like there was a woman sitting beside me and a few times she just, like she was sitting five or six chairs over, <laughs> but a few times 
she just was not aghast, but genuinely lost and confused. <laughs> and not trying to be rude or not trying to be a riffer. Yeah. But exclaiming, like, what? What's happening? Yeah, like, What's when did the crazy rich Asians come on screen? Yeah. You're like, oh, oh sorry, no. No. you checked Cinema Clock again, didn't You're you? You're at the wrong scene. <laughs> and the only bad thing I'll say is, at least with Rocky Horror or The Room, now things have kind of fallen into place. Yeah. What I found last night, there was three excitable groups. That could be a movie right there. That all were riffing, but often kind of stepping on each other's toes and stuff. Like yell at the screen riffing? or Yell at the screen or riffing. Or louder like, than talking. Louder riffing. than talking. Yeah, like okay. talking loud enough, hoping that their neighbors would be laughing at them. Gotcha. But a couple times, and a couple, like, and they weren't rude. Nobody was being a jerk. But a couple times, people were going for the same joke, and I was laughing because I was like, "Everyone should have a meeting and go." Okay, we'll take the first ten minutes. You yeah, can take that. They're like, I'm gonna kick you out, not because you were rude, but because that joke wasn't that great, and you guys talked over each other. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and Mr. Science Theater works because it's scripted right you know like they know who's and there's i'm sure a little bit of improv here and there there must be yeah but it's scripted so they know what's happening but at a movie like that it was just it was still great it still got a rousing standing ovation at the yeah. end people were very nice online and kind of lee said you know be nice online say nice things to neil breen and i think people were being honest where they were like dear at neil breen that was one of the greatest movie experiences of my life oh, which a lot is of true and attends as well like yeah. a lot of people literally were saying that you know and, and and the other thing to remember too is because it was 15 dollars a ticket as opposed to six or ten yes it was more like there'd be 75 people yeah and that and plus too that made a bit of money and Nobody complained. A couple people asked, and we were just like, that's what Neil Breen wanted it. The powers that be. It's the Breen cost. Yeah. You're like, so you got to pay the Breen tax. So yeah. Like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I hope if we get it back, and if you haven't seen it, do go see it. I, yeah. I have I was supposed to come to that, and then the friend I was taking canceled, and then so I went to my wife's best friend's birthday party instead, <laughs> and then ended up just being kind of the odd man out at that party at a loud bar, and I was like... God, Josh is there watching that movie, and I'm not oh, enjoying yeah, yeah. it. No, I was there. Yeah. Lee was there. Andrew was there. And Sam was there. there. Everyone was there. Yeah, I feel junky. I will come if it comes a third time. Did she blow out candles on a cake, and then you interrupted her and there said, wasn't even a cake. "I wish I was at Twisted Pear instead of here." I don't even know. Nobody would even know what I was talking about. Like, <laughs> I mean, which isn't different than most times, to be honest. But even yeah. still, like, I, I did. I was glad that I went. It was uh, well. I was glad for her that I went, I guess. I don't know how to word that exactly, because I didn't have the greatest time, but I didn't have a bad time. But, you know, I felt bad for Neil Breen and myself, so... Although no one should feel bad for him, he's doing fine. But I thought about <laughs> actors, I think we were speaking of actors, Yeah. and there was probably some people who just auditioned for that movie. And when they did the audition, Neil Breen said, it's a sci-fi thriller with twins, one's good, one's bad. Yeah. And they went, oh, okay. And then I always imagine them being on set or reading the script and just being like, what? I don't know what's happening. I wonder how long the scripts are also. Like, that's kind of what I want. Like, is it, is, yeah. is it like 100 pages? Is it like 50 pages with some like, we'll figure it out as we go along? Yeah. And because I, the, the guys sitting behind me took notice of wondering how many shooting days they had because a hell of a lot of it was at like a university or a college or something and you could tell because you know those like university signs on the wall it'll yeah. say 402 history or whatever there was a lot of those around and they filmed a lot of it in a university yeah and i just imagine them being okay we got two days here we're gonna do two 12-hour days in this university yeah and that'll be 80 percent of our movie man and it was supposedly that was his first movie shot entirely at night i don't know if that's even means anything if they were shot in a university. There, there like, was some blue screen stuff that was just... Someone behind me, again, the riffing group behind me, Neil is walking through an airplane blue screen. Okay. 
and then clearly sits down like on a stool kind of lined up to sit in a chair pretending to sit on a chair but you only see him from kind of like chest up you know so it's all blue screen he pretends to walk down an aisle pretends to sit on a chair then a stewardess or somebody comes in she is actually there so you have him on a blue screen and her actually in the shot. Why though? Like, why is it know. not easier? It's the, it's to, I mean, the world's I'm sure it's maybe not cheaper, but like, how much extra could it possibly cost to be like, hey, can I use the inside of a plane for an hour or whatever? I don't know. Like, I say that like I'm a filmmaker who yeah. does this all the time, but still, like, some stuff you're just sort of like, okay, this is funny, but or whatever. But why? <laughs> and I think the part that got me the most is they were doing the Tom Cruise Minority Report thing, and so the screen was in front of him, <laughs> and then his right hand was missing the screen oh. and not doing anything. So you would think he'd be like, oh, let's move that special effect over or take two, I'll move my hand over. But he didn't do either of those things. Yeah. So it's clearly a mistake in the shot, but oh. it just left it. I just don't even know. And again, I hope Neil's not listening, but at the half hour mark, and I, I'm not exaggerating, I'm pretty good about not peeking at the clock most of the time, but at the half hour mark, I peeked at the clock Yeah. and my brain was like, Oh, I thought that was like 75 minutes. <laughs> like, I don't know, how long was the movie itself? Like like 90, I think. Okay. So a third of the way through, I thought we were done. <laughs> oh my God. You're like, you're like, well, I'm done, but uh, yeah. I remember we were watching, I only did a couple because I can't do all-nighters, but we did a 24-hour VHS fest. Oh yeah. So I did like the first couple. One was like a kid's movie about a Sasquatch, okay. and one was Cool as Ice, the Vanilla Ice movie. But the kid movie about the Sasquatch, and again, I'm not making a joke, being facetious. <laughs> I looked at the clock, and it was like, 15 minutes? I thought it was 15? like an hour. I, oh, thought, I thought it was like an hour. It was so painful. It was, it was so... And you're like, this is a 24-hour festival? Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't do this. I would have... I, I never did get to see that, but I mean, I, I love that we did that, but I'm also like, how, are you, how did that even work? I love that we did it, but nothing worked. It was... I think 10 people did it, you know? Yeah. And it didn't really cost as much because it was a bunch of VHS, public domain movies, all mm. that kind of stuff. But just the math of it, having a candy bar person here that long, That's having a manager here that long. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Because you probably need two candy bar people for the first hour or whatever. Just yeah. To, I don't know. It's God. just... It's something that... It's a great idea on paper and fun, but I think everybody was like, yeah. eh. <laughs> it's fun when someone else does it, basically, yeah. and you can just go and leave. But when you have to actually be involved with the planning, it's not yeah. so great. Go down to the Alamo Draft House. They do it once a year. They, they oh, can... man. No, I talk a big game, but I could last. I could do probably six hours. Yeah. And not even then, you're just sort of like, I regret this instantly. Okay, let's name drop the rest of the movies playing yeah. from the 16th to the 22nd before we wrap up this episode. <laughs> episode one. Episode one. <laughs> The Phantom Podcast. <laughs> so we also have All About Nina. It's an Ottawa premiere. It's a drama about stand-up comedy, I do believe. Oh. It has Mary Elizabeth Winstead in oh, it, who nice. I think is great. I was hoping that's who you were, as you were saying that name, I was like, please say Elizabeth Winstead. When did it recognize her in the trailer? And I'm like, that's Ramona from Scott Pilgrim, oh, who so I love that movie. And not to plug television, but we're watching her right now in the new season of Fargo. Oh, nice. Which is... I love it. I love like Fargo. Three? Season three, it's with okay. Hugh McGregor. Oh, it's really good. I watched the first episode of the third season, and yeah. then we stopped. And I think, actually, the woman from uh, The Leftovers is in that one as well. I think so, great, yeah. And, which was another great show. But anyway, enough about TV. Yes, no TV. And then also, what's funny, All About Nina has Common, who's also an actor cool. I really like. 
But now you get to do that same with like that asterisk they put beside baseball players who cheat. So you get to say Oscar winner common. Oh yeah. But he's winner for his music. Oh right. Okay. But he is an Oscar winner. You know. So John Wick two, I believe he won yeah. the Oscars. Oh, I like common. He's great. So all about Nina. Then we have Bel Canto, which is with Julianne Moore. It's a historical drama. Mm-hmm. Ken Watanabe is in that as well. Oh jeez, I was I thought it was Watanabe. Oh, I, I honestly don't know. I'm, I might have said the N in the wrong place there. I don't. You you said you had all the letters correct though. That's Watanabe. Watanabe. That you know Ken. Ken. Kenny. <laughs> oh, Kenny. Ken W. Ken W. Movie, I believe. Then it seems like this is too fast. But another edition of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh my god. It's I was been about a well, not a month, but it's been with the rotation, especially with Twisted Pair, it's kind of throwing things off. Because we yeah. have like four cult movies, you know. So Rocky Horror, the I hope the cast is recovered. It's been a three weeks for them. So I'm, I'm wondering who it's playing right before uh, or right after Suspiria. So yes. I'm, I'm going to bet you at least five of those cast members are coming in to watch Suspiria Probably, and yeah, go bam stay. right into it. And then because of the weird thing that happened previously with Buster Keaton, our Buster Keaton month, where we played something else because what's it called? One of the films three, didn't three show ages, up. Three ages. Yeah, yeah three ages just Not never showed up. Words. So we showed. A movie called Our Hospitality and College in One Week. So we're doing that again. This week was supposed to be two screenings of College, but because we already screened it once, we thought we'd mix it up again. So it's Our Hospitality and College. So just basically giving them each two screenings. But so you're really messing with people and, and staff, yeah. staff members too. You're like, uh, didn't you already play this? Like, I don't know. It's all it's all great. Yeah. Our Hospitality, that's the one I came to see, was just amazing. Just yeah. amazing to see on the big screen totally holds up a hundred year old film that a crowd is laughing at mm-hmm. you know uh, it's just it's and especially that you think nobody knew what they were doing yeah. nobody knew how to you know the, the the rules of cinema and everything like it's, oh, they didn't expect it to be playing in 2018 yeah pre- i'm assuming they're like 4k remasters or whatever yeah and the, and the stunts in it are just oh my god like, <laughs> like there's a waterfall scene where i'm like i think he just went over a waterfall yeah <laughs> I yeah, think yeah. he, he, he might have just died <laughs> i'm not sure and then the other thing we have this week, you can check the website or their website for more information, is the Ottawa Adventure Film Fest. Bit of a rarity because it's actually Saturday and Sunday at noon and Monday and Wednesday at 7. So it's a full kind of actual festival, not just yeah. one day. So yeah, check their website, Ottawa Adventure Film Fest, for information on them. Also, uh, got to give a shout out to the great Stanley. Oh, Stanley! I know you were hoping that we would just pretend it didn't oh, happen, but so sad. Regrettably, that's he had a good run. Oh, well, that's the other thing. I'm also <laughs> like, he was a rich as hell, 95 year old dude. I was just, you know, I mean, it sucks, but he yeah, lives who, a hell of a life. Who got to go to conventions and be cameos in movies? Yeah, like you can't really feel bad for that. Like, it, yeah. it's a shame, but it's just, you know, he wasn't he wasn't 27. You know, we, we'll get to see him in. I think upwards of four or five more cameos, possibly. And I was pretty sure of that, too. It's just like, you know, he, he that's a day's work at best, you know. I think what happened, too, is, funnily enough, James Gunn directed a bunch of cameos mm. that are going to be slotted in. One of those, I believe, was the last Avengers movie. It'll be the next Avengers movie. Captain Marvel and the next Spider-Man. So I think yeah. those four will all still have Stanley cameos. And he probably is as, as into the Spider-Verse cameo, like a I'm sure. cameo or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't but realize he was in the Teen Titans Go. Uh, that was so funny. Yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. That's the most nerd choked up I got was DC made a nice little post. Yeah. And it was like, oh, nerds are cool. That's good for you. It's you know? adorable, you know? Yeah. But yeah, and oh, and uh, one one final shout out. I won't save this for the next one just because of how the timing works. Okay. But it's so in three days on the 16th, 
our pals uh, Shooting Guns will be releasing the Nosferatu score that they it wasn't recorded here but the same one that they played here cool so yeah on the 16th you you can get the vinyl what your purchase comes with nosferatu with the score uh, with their score intact uh, oh so you can do it at home yeah exactly so i i was you know they were really cool that was an amazing experience here so you actually will get to see it i yeah. mean it's not the same i mean i guess we could watch it after hours here but i missed that because of why did i miss that i think i think mystery science theater last year i've done mystery okay. science theater two years in a row yeah that might be that might be it but it's my motto in life if you're missing something awesome to do something awesome that's okay you can't feel bad about that when it is cool like it did it did take you know a year or two for them to get it out but i'm just i'm glad they did because it was so cool and, and yeah. supporting canadian arts and people who came do here it. yeah go by so, that yeah, on the 16th around the time this goes up you can pick that up go visit our friends at house of targ we can be found at mayfairfeeder.ca twitter instagram and facebook we're gonna stop this one now and then i think we'll i heard talking. andrew coming, yeah we'll stop so. to see if andrew's here yeah, and then, uh, see if he we'll survived the bank run Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you at the Mayfair soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Roses are red, violets are blue, but the iris is a flower that will mean the end of you. You can run from Suspiria. But you cannot escape. The only thing more terrifying than the last twelve minutes of Suspiria.